scumbags! That's rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. Level two, this is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Marenzi, the Pimps, the Players, also the people of Boston, and everybody else in between, uh, throwing it down. Level two has uh, begun as the National Football League uh, regular season is uh, cruising. Nearly three weeks uh, done. We have one game left. Monday night football is a heavyweight uh, tilt between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens will be as high scoring as some of these other crazy games were today. Russell Wilson throws five touchdown passes. Now it's 14 touchdown passes on a year which is an NFL record after three weeks of football. Josh Allen rushes for another touchdown. And, oh, yeah, he happened to throw for four as well. But now he's rushed for the uh, second most touchdowns out of uh, any player in the first three years in NFL history behind only Cam Newton. Uh, pretty crazy. The Buffalo Bills are now 3-0 and after a wild 35-32 victory over the Los Angeles Rams. Rams scored 29 consecutive points. It looked like they were going to come back and beat the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Bills were up uh, massively on the Rams. Rams did not tap out 35-32 final score. Uh, Buffalo, the Falcons did tap out. Nick Foles comes in for Mitch Trubisky, and the Chicago Bears are an unlikely 3-0 football team. Meanwhile, no Devontae Adams, no problem for Aaron Rodgers. And the Green Bay Packers, the New Orleans Saints, do have problems uh, right now. Uh, Green Bay Packers uh, get it done. Dallas. Uh, loses a wild uh, one as Russell Wilson uh, lit them up. Uh, meanwhile, the Miami Heat uh, light the Boston Celtics up. It's all over but the crying for the Boston uh, Celtics as the Miami Heat punch their ticket into the NBA Finals. Tip-off is a Wednesday. Miami are getting five points in game one. The total is set at 217 and a half. Uh, meanwhile, the Los Angeles Lakers are upwards of four and a half to one uh, favorites. The Major League uh, Baseball playoffs are set to start. We've got Stanley Cup. We've got NBA. Uh, we've got Major League uh, Baseball. We've got NFL uh, football. Pandemic or not, it's go time. And uh, the board is a busy one. Tony Finn's going to step up and in straight from the strip in Las Vegas, Nevada. We're going to crunch some numbers uh, with Tony. We'll continue to take a look at the Major League uh, Baseball uh, numbers and bracket uh, as well as the bracket has been set. The tournament is set to begin on Tuesday. Rage late night. Vent your rage, bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. My name's Bobby and I am an addict. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Hey, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better okay. at it. Sports Rage Late Night continues. I am Gabriel Morency. We were talking earlier about the uh, the NFC Least uh, division and how they're now 2-9-1 through three weeks. And um, that's a winning percentage of uh, 208. A winning percentage of 208. Uh, it's not good. 
that's the second worst winning percentage uh, through three weeks of a single division since the NFL went to eight divisions in 2002. <laughs> so, bravo, bravo, NFC least. You've actually set a new mark of incompetence for the you know going all the way back to when we created these divisions. Uh, the last time a division was this bad was the 2002. The AFC North was two and eight. Uh, it was two and eight. An absolute disgrace. Let's bring in uh, Tony Finn right now. Wager talk in the house. Tony Finn, Las Vegas. How you doing, Tony? Excellent. Excellent. It's, a good, it's a, always a good day, Sunday nights. We At least we hope it's been a good day. Uh, I like Sunday nights. Yeah, you all, Sunday nights depends on how the day went, Tony, I guess. You know what I mean? Happened, so I guess you're saying you had a, I guess you're saying you had a good day today. Um, we it was it was plus money, so it's always a good day when it's plus money, right? Yeah, yeah, I, we were plus money as well, and you're right. You know what I mean? You know the greed, <laughs> the greedy better in us always would say, "Well, it'd be better if we won more." But as you stated, hey, you know, if, if, if you if you yeah, if you win, if you win money, and uh, you put the time in, you know, then hey, it's all it's all good. We did have a good day as well. We did very well with the in game. Uh, betting uh, today. So, uh, you know, we had the Buffalo Bills. That was a wild one. But I, I wasn't right. I had so many plays, Tony. I've been betting a lot recently. The last couple of weeks, I've been pretty high volume with a lot of props and stuff like that. So I didn't get everything uh, right. And a game that cost me were the Atlanta Falcons, who, you know, I had faith that they would be able to to play well this week. And, you know, it looked like a good pick once again. But I'm almost kicking myself. It's almost like automatic. Where, like, when the Falcons are up, we should just take the other team. And, you know, I didn't do it because yeah. I was like, nah, they're not going to blow this to the Chicago Bears. And then even when Nick Foles came in, I'm like, so what? They're not really going to blow this. And then they blow it again. They blow it again. But, like, seriously, like, the Falcons keep blowing these leads. There's big-time in-game opportunities. But I can't believe the Falcons choked again. And the Philadelphia Eagles are a disaster. Uh, the New York teams, whatever. The New York teams are supposed to suck. But the Philadelphia Eagles, Carson Wentz can't get out of his own way. He's got serious mechanical problems. He's a turnover machine. And the thing is, like, yeah, like, they got to him today. But he also has time. And he overthrows people. He underthrows people. He turns the ball over. He's just not playing very good football right now. Uh, you know, there were a lot of disasters today in the NFL, Tony. It was, and referencing your Atlanta, uh, the, uh, whatever you want to call it, an obituary, it, maybe it's already an obituary for Atlanta and the, and the catch stuff, is this, and that's, uh, if, if anyone out there knows, if they make any bottled water in Atlanta, please call and tell me, I do not, I do not want to have anything to do with the water in Atlanta right now, because that, what they did today uh, can't possibly happen two weeks in a row, and it, how could it possibly resemble what they did against New England in the Super Bowl? Because since then, this team is far under 500 and have never been the same. No, you know, you're right, Dave. Uh, they've never recovered. They, they've never recovered. And, you know, I, I, at some point, you have to, um, at some point, you have to wonder, like, at how much longer they're going to keep Dan Quinn. Right, but it's not just Dan yeah. Quinn. It's Matt Ryan as well. Like the interception late, like he taps out, he gets worse at the game. They just have that. You see it coming, and you know you don't want to believe it, but it happens over and 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 over again. It never ends. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, so, anyway, how do you have a game? How do you have a? 
How do you have a 26-10 lead and not no, not remember the, the, the Super Bowl against New England? And the, the next three drives, the 26-10 lead, uh, your next three drives are a total, I think it was like uh, one and a half minutes, three and out. Uh, a 22-second, three passes, three and out. Uh, and then, or that was the last one, I am one minute, three and out. That's three, that's a total of less than three minutes, I think. Uh, you don't, do you not remember? That at that point in time, 26 to 10, you, you, this is the second half, the fourth quarter. You're going to run a little clock, right? Three, three, three and out. Less than Shanahan three minutes in the fourth quarter with a 26. What the heck? Did the same thing in the Super Bowl. He was the one who did it in the Super Bowl yeah. in Atlanta, and he did the same thing in the Super Bowl last year. <laughs> like, he blew the lead last Incredible. year. You know, but listen, they're not yep. the only ones. The Buffalo Bills nearly blew that massive lead, too. And 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 I tell you yeah. what, that, you know, don't forget the Bills blew a big lead against Houston in the playoffs last year. I think they were was twenty four nothing. Like they were a big man on, on Houston, and they melted down. They blew the lead. It's a bad habit the Bills are developing here. They won the football game, Tony, but if you look in Week One, they were beating up on the Jets. You know they were killing them. They ended up only winning by ten. Um, you know they they took the pedal off the metal. They got soft on defense. Uh, Miami backdoor covered them. You know, they were beating up Miami, yeah. and then, you know, Miami late in the fourth quarter made a game of it, and same thing. I mean, Buffalo come out, they punch the Rams in the mouth, they're looking great, and and then suddenly, you know, they're up 28-23 uh, or whatever, and then, you know, the wheels just fall off. Josh Allen going backwards. I don't know if I've ever seen a quarterback get a face mask penalty before. Um, like honestly, like no, or, he, he, he was going backwards. Like I love, listen, I'm a Bills fan, Tony. I've been a Bills fan my whole life, but and I like Josh Allen, but for the love of God, he does a lot of dumb things. Like, like late in the game, guys, like the Bills were driving and he went backwards. It's one of those deals. Instead of just throwing it away, he kept on like going backwards and backwards and backwards and backwards, and then he kind of threw it. What you get? Yeah, it didn't even get to the line of scrimmage. Like, he threw it away. It was like one of those just like, it, he looked like a college kid. It was like, bro, like, you can't do this in the NFL. And and he managed to, like, grab, I think it was Aaron Donald's face mask. So I see the face mask, and I'm thinking, oh, good, he got bailed out. He got bailed out by the penalty. I'm like, no, it's on, it's on the quarterback. I'm like, I don't know if I've ever seen a quarterback get a face mask on a defensive lineman. But now Josh Allen managed to do it. It, it, I'll tell you, Seattle did some stupid stuff late. They were throwing the ball and killing the clock, uh, saving Dallas time. Pete Carroll just does dumb things uh, every week. But anyways, let's get into what's going to happen, not what's already happening. What's happening right now, Tony? I don't know. Like, um, I think there's – what's your take on this? Why are there so many points? Is it the – is it bad tackling? Is it um, the lack of fans? The crowd noise isn't there, so these offenses can click. They can communicate. Every quarterback is loving this. Like, they really do. I mean, I don't think people are putting enough impact on that. But last week, it was 11-5 and five to the over. Um, right now, we're 9-6 and six going into the Monday nighter. And I tell you, I like the over 54-and-a-half. I know it almost seems too obvious, but is this, I think the game's going over. But what, what, why do you think there's so much scoring going on? Well, I think you hit on several key factors. We, if you remember, uh, you, you and I discussed this in week one, before week one, and, and we talked about no crowds, and you're, you're correct. We talked about the fact that if you're a good team and you're visiting, uh, e.g., the Kansas City Chiefs or Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers, who's the king, the king, uh, basically, of the hard, snap, hard count and the hard snap. And when, he can do hard, when you can do hard snaps on the road, 
it means there's no crowd. There's no noise. And, and you, you know, something you can do is tip. It's just not typical in the NFL. So crowds, um, part of it's no, I think part of it is that, that I commented today, Kelly in Vegas sent some, uh, sent a text out or tweet out. And I, I commented here, here. And she said, essentially, you just can't bet unders in the NFL or in the NBA for that matter anymore. And, and I, I basically said here, here, pass interference. Listen, every, the offense has every advantage. The tie goes to the runner. In, in in NFL football, a pass interference. They don't call offensive, and they call defensive pass interference when the DB farts. That's all. That's, it's points. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? It's funny, actually. I, I see that the Rams are bitching about a pass interference call late. It's like, shut up. You guys beat the Cowboys <laughs> on, a, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a total garbage, like, dive. And hey, Jalen Ramsey, you, you're going to keep on trash talking uh, Josh Allen? It's not working out for you well, Jalen. That's that's 0-2, bro. <laughs> On two different teams. That's Josh Allen, too. Jalen Ramsey, nothing. More with Tony Finn on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. I'm a rageaholic. <laughs> I just can't live without Rage Hall. <laughs> Portrait late night continues. I am Ramsey throwing it down with Tony Finn. Kicking it in Las Vegas. Shout out to all of our affiliates, including the uh, Mightier 1090, SoCal uh, repping up and down uh, the West Coast. Uh, so, uh, Tony, let's get in. A lot of stuff I want to get into. A little baseball, NBA as well. Uh, baseball matchups are set. We've got some early series prices posted. Uh, a lot of our listeners um, in in our chat excited for the underdogs, uh, but we'll get to that momentarily. Monday night football, dun 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 dun. Uh, we've got a good one, a big time matchup here, battle of um, AFC heavyweights with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens. And uh, you know, Kansas City Chiefs are getting three and a half points, three and the hook, three and a half points, total fifty four and a half. Um, what, 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 which way do you think this number is going to go? Do you think it remains at three and a half? Does it come down to three? And I got to believe that the total will go up on Monday afternoon, Monday evening, when the public really starts uh, betting on this. What's your take? Which way do you think the numbers are going to go, Tony? Well, I don't, I don't think it'll come back to a three. I think you'll see, you, you're going to, if anything, you'll see a three and a half plus money. If you want to essentially, Go that way. I I I would be surprised if the odds maker. Listen, they're really hesitant. It's it's too difficult, Gabe, to get them off a of three or to put them on a three when they or uh, get off of a three. They just don't do it, right? The same applies to getting onto a three. In this situation, there's too many side outs that uh, some sharp side outs that would be available for for the for the uh, for the bigger player. I would think that that's what we're going to do. Total is money that football. Any anything that's public uh, typically is going to go. Uh, is going to lean favorite and over. You're right. Total probably goes up if it goes anywhere. So, yeah, the defending Super Bowl champion, the Kansas City Chiefs, they're getting three and a half points. They're 2-0, and but it's been, a, it's been a tough 2-0 and for them. You know, well, they got it done against Houston. 
And then they didn't look very good against the Chargers. The rookie quarterback gave them all they can handle. Look, they lost. Uh, the Chargers lost today to the Panthers outright, right? So, um, you know, the Chargers gave the Chiefs right. all they can handle, albeit it was a division game. And I think it threw them off as well, right, that they, they didn't have any tape on Herbert. At least the Panthers had some tape, right? Like they they just got – the kid got thrown out there right before the game. They didn't know he was going to start. They didn't know what he was going to do. They didn't know the plays were going to be called. So put him in a tough situation. But um, getting three and a half points here. So I'm, I guess, listen, you could argue Baltimore's played better football so far this year. Um, you know, Baltimore kicked the crap out of the Cleveland Browns. And then they went and they, they did the same thing. They were in complete control of the Houston Texans on the road. Uh, as well, so it's been a nice start for Baltimore. Yet I, I have a hard time, and I I've watched Casey's uh, games, and I know they're not playing peak football. And I know teams that win titles eventually they're going to lose. You know what I mean? Like they won all those playoff games, they won the Super Bowl, and they keep on coming back. Now they you know they've come back again. They're not going 16 and 0, right? So eventually, like they're not coming back. But I don't know if tomorrow night's the night. I just have a hard time passing up plus three and a half points with a team as good as the Chiefs. What's, but I do like the over in this game. What's your opinion on the game? I, I'm, I have not even I've, – I've taken no position, official position on this game, at least not a way to talk. But I would, uh, I'm not hesitant also to say that if – for me, it would be Baltimore or nothing, only because uh, not that Kansas City can't win this game, not that Kansas City can't perform better than they have in week one and two as you – have just perfectly outlined, but good teams, championship teams, they go two ways. In my opinion, Gabe, they either continue to do the same thing and people eventually catch up to them. Uh, our teams catch up to them or have a, a, you know, have a better idea how to, how to defend them. If they're an offensive team and in this day and age, in this environment, this landscape in the NFL, it is out. It's, it's all about offense. And, and the Derrick Henry's are not to, are, are old school cowbells that some coaches still want, Gruden, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, Kamara's are really the back of the future. That's and you saw uh, that tonight. And without Thomas, he was he's the man. So, and this it, here's my deal: is I'm on Baltimore, nothing only because uh, Baltimore's last loss. Uh, they've won ten straight regular season games, uh, save that obviously the loss to Tennessee, uh, and they and the last team they lost to was Kansas City in. Arrowhead and the Chiefs they've evolved I'd like to believe they evolved a little bit they're not they're they're not going to send Patrick Mahomes out sitting back there and be a Brett Favre where he just slings the ball around and, and throws you know takes chances he's going to complete more than he throws interceptions or incompletions those kind of things I like Baltimore I think they've evolved I think they're better defensively than were last year I think the addition to the defensive front in the offseason basically put them over the top and uh and I'm a, listen, I like Mahomes, and I grew up in that Kansas City area, so I was a fan of Kansas City. I'm still, to this day, game, I'm a fan of whoever my money is on. My money's not on the Chiefs tomorrow. If I play this game, it will be on Baltimore. I'm not playing it a lot, which you just described, which is a hook. You know, they played, as you mentioned, they played last year in week three. 33-28 was the final score. So they got to 61 points. Listen, I can I you know, I totally understand the hesitation with Kansas City. Now, I think Kansas City are and I you, know, they, you get into the teasers here, Tony. You're getting plus ten and a half. Yep. Uh, on a seven point teaser. Yeah. And uh, you you know you get that to the over. I like that play. But you know the so Mahomes is two and zero. Oh. Lamar Jackson is zero and two against Mahomes. 
you know, so you, you got to get you get the feeling that there could be payback coming. Eventually, they're going to beat these guys. Eventually, you know, the Chiefs like feel like they're due for a loss. You know, they're they've been they've been, you know, they, you see championship teams do this. The Raptors did that. You know, what I mean, it, you, you always see championship teams yeah. do that, Tony. Where like the next following year, they're always like, oh, we're cool, we're down by sixteen, we'll come back, we'll come back, right? And then eventually, like yeah. you don't. Eventually, like you don't, and it catches up. So I totally get it, but at the same point in time, you know the Chiefs—the Chiefs haven't played their best football yet, and they're also two and zero, right? And you're getting three and a half points with the Kansas yeah. City Chiefs. I, I I totally get it. You can make arguments for both teams here, but I I don't know if you can make a strong argument for the under though, can you? I mean, I that to me that's the play. This game's gonna go no. over the number. Yeah, I can't make a here's. You said it. First off, the number in this game, you know, this is an NFL game. This isn't Big 12 football. And you see a mid-50s number when you first open up the newspaper. On, I'm old school here, right? You open up the newspaper <laughs> on a Monday morning and say, what the? At the 55, Roxy Live. Are you kidding me? I mean, the old, <laughs> the old San Francisco teams that were outrageous with Montana and that West Coast offense were in the high 40s, if you remember. And those were outrageous totals, 47, 48. Uh, not now. It's pretty common, and a lot of it has to do with what we talked about. The fact is that if Ty goes the runner on offense. If there's something even in question as far as a foul, a penalty, anything, advantage offense in this environment of the NFL, the over would definitely be. And that teaser you mentioned is a good point. It's a good point. It really is. A, you get 10.5 in Kansas City, and it'll have to only go over a 40, what would be a 48, essentially, in this, 47, in this situation. Yeah, probably 47, 48, 49. 47 Not bad. Yeah, 47, yeah. That's a pretty key number, right? Uh, I like your play. Yeah, you know what? I, and I encourage that because I do think, if anything, guys, the number is going to go up as far as the uh, the total. The total will move more than the spread, I think, Will. I think more people are on Baltimore. That's just the deal. I, I think there are more people are on Baltimore uh, than, than Kansas City. I think the public is going to get in uh, on Baltimore here. So it was 33-28 last year when they played. It was 27-24 uh, the year before that. So... They only got to 51. Going to be a fun, uh, fun football game. But as we mentioned, guys, 11 and five to the uh, was 11 and five to the over last week in the NFL. This week it's nine and six going into um, the Monday nighter to the over uh, as well. And you know, just look at the high-profile games where, like, we sort of thought, like, you'd be like, all right, is it going to be? I didn't think there'd be that many points actually in the Saints game tonight, Tony, against the Packers. No Michael Thomas, no Devontae Adams, and it still turned into a complete track meet, right? I wasn't sure. I thought it might be more of like I a think, run. Like people thought, hey, you know, Kamara, Alva, Aaron Jones, it's going to be more of a run-heavy game. Turn into a pass-happy game. The Cowboys, and I'm a big over better, Tony. And I had the Cowboys and then the T's to the over. I got screwing a spread, but I had a bunch of props in the game. But even me, I thought, man, 56 and a half is high. And... Yeah. I'm not so sure. It's like one of these, it's almost too obvious, but it happened. It ends up going over. And I feel the same way tomorrow that if I don't hammer the over, I'm going to be kicking myself when they put up like 38 points in the first half, Tony, combined, you know? <laughs> I know they're going to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. It, that, that total you spoke to, uh, um, that the Dallas and Seattle total actually at Circa here in Vegas closed at a 58 a 58 in call in NFL football. Uh, uh, crazy. It's wow. it is crazy. And, and back to what you referenced. No no home. No you know. There's no crowd. 
noise for Aaron Rodgers defensively. He's pretty tough. He, he showed us he showed us that in Week One in Minnesota, and again last week, and now in New Orleans. It's gonna be a gonna be a fun game. How's that feel? That uh, you remember the Kansas City Chiefs and the Rams game a couple of years ago on Monday Night Football? Yes. Uh, it, it has that sort of just you know massive game feel uh, to it. No NBA. Uh, you, there is NHL hockey uh, tomorrow. Uh, but uh, you know this this game's going to be taking center stage. Uh, yeah, so Major League Baseball playoffs uh, are, are set right now. Uh, NBA Finals. So Tony, uh, opening number like diff- there's different prices out there. And on the West Coast, I saw Sherman in the Westgate. These guys were at the minus, the minus 450 range for the Los Angeles Lakers series price. FanDuel on the East Coast is dealing minus 370 uh, for the Los Angeles Lakers. So you notice the discrepancy, East Coast, West Coast, a little bit there, uh, especially, especially with the Lakers. So we'll get Tony's uh, thoughts on the NBA Finals set to tip off on Wednesday night. Los Angeles Lakers are minus five in game one. That's the number right now. It's minus five. The total is 217 and a half in what should be a very um, close and competitive series, man. Close and competitive series. I think the Miami Heat match up extremely well uh, with the Los Angeles Lakers. I tell you what, it's, it's basically Kentucky. It's like a Kentucky inter uh, inter squad game this uh, this finals. Sports Rage late night. More with Tony Finn. Wager talk on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. What's the dumbest bet I ever heard of? I disagree. I disagree. Sports rate late night. I am Renzi. Quickest 120 minutes in sports. Man, this one just uh, sped by uh, here this evening, although we're not done yet. Uh, we got Tony Finn with us uh, right now. So, uh, Tony, uh, we'll get right down to business. NBA Finals, uh, Lakers, and the Miami Heat. Miami get it done tonight. We cash a ticket. We had the Heat. We had the over in the basketball game as well. So it was, uh, it was a profitable profitable series for us. We rode the heat in every game. So we rode the heat in every game. And, um, you know, they 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 get it done in, in six. So we go four and two in the series. Um, we hit a bunch of props. We hit the overs. It's been a nice run, actually, for the, for the NBA uh, playoffs uh, for us. So now we're going into the finals uh, here. What do you make of the uh, what do you make of the line with the Lakers uh, being this uh, this big of favorites? Because I don't see it from a basketball standpoint. I don't think the Lakers should be four to one favorites over this basketball team. But uh, what's your take on it? As far as the future goes, uh, it's geared to public. I, although it is, it's just geared to LeBron and a public team like the Lakers. Uh, I think four to one is a little. Uh, that's a little extravagant uh, for my taste as far as if I was going to back in the Lakers, and I think it's attractive. And if, you're, if you have any appreciation and respect for what the Miami Heat culture is all about, uh, at, which Pat Riley's done 
done there, and we've talked. You and I have talked about that as well. So yeah, I agree with that. And as far as the line goes, I thought this would be Lakers. I thought this would be very similar um, to the Lakers series since it wasn't the Clippers. I, I thought even though it was Boston, it is the East. It is the East, Gabe. So the West is going to get a, a they're going to get a notch up on, on as far as being favored or being getting any kind of public uh, fade. Or, fade at all, and that would be, I thought this would be Lakers minus six. So minus five is more attractive if you want to be a Lakers backer. If you're like, I'm like you. I believe that's too many points for a Heat team that just, they like each other, and they're playing really, really well. This, is, this was no pushover Boston Celtics team that they just took down three to one. Uh, this was a good Boston Celtics team, young, albeit, and with some holes as far as a big goes in the middle, but uh, a pretty good team, Dave Gabe. Yeah, very good team. Look, they also beat the Milwaukee Bucks. And we could talk about, well, you know, the Bucks happen to be the one seed, when, and the Bucks were the NBA favorites. So that's another thing, too. People can say now, oh, well, the Milwaukee yep. Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks. Well, I don't know. They were the ones that were actually favored over the Lakers and the Clippers uh, to win a title. Uh, the Miami Heat guys are 12-3 and three straight up and against the spread in the playoffs. Hard to get in front of that. Mm-hmm. I Listen, from a basketball standpoint, I think they match up well. Uh, you know, Bam out of you know Bam and versus AD is going to be an epic battle. Uh, I like Bam's toughness. You know, LeBron is great. Um, I but I really like I like the you know as you talk about the chemistry of Miami, the fact that look you look at Denver, and Denver really was a two man operation, and then it turned into sort of a one man like Jokic hit the wall late, right? Jeremy Grant scored twenty six in one game. Porter hit a couple of threes, but. They don't. They never. They don't have a legitimate number three guy that was consistent on the Denver Nuggets. The Miami Heat, albeit young, like do. You know what I mean? Look at Tyler Hero. Another 11 points uh, in the fourth quarter tonight. Uh, you know he steps up. Duncan Robinson's been stepping up uh, for them. Um, you know there's different guys. Gordon Dragic can have a big game. Uh, Tyler Hero can have a big game. Jimmy Butler can have a big game. Bam is dominating. Um, yeah, you, I don't know. Just, they have a bunch of guys that can contribute, and I think stylistically they match up very well uh, with the Lakers. I think we're looking at a real battle here. Uh, I don't underestimate the Lakers, but one thing I will say, too, listen, the Lakers would have beaten Denver anyways, Tony, but it's not a coincidence that they cried about free throws, and then, you know, LeBron and AD shot 28 free throws in this game. The league got the Lakers into the finals. I don't think they care if the Lakers win now. You know what I mean? I don't think like they that's not part of the deal. <laughs> like the deal is we'll get you to the finals yeah. and get you on TV. All right. Now, LeBron, you you're not getting the calls automatically. Like I, I think that's the way it's gonna work out. I'm not as intimidated as like you knew Denver was gonna get screwed with the calls, and they did. But I'm not it's no excuse. The Lakers are a better team. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I, I think my listen, Tony, I could ramble on all night about this, but I think Miami can play with these guys. I really do. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind they can. You've mentioned it. First off, this is a pseudo small. It's a pseudo small Miami team. Bam has the height, the length, and but he has the quickness to actually be out on the perimeter with Davis, where Davis wants to play. Davis thinks he's a damn point guard, you know, seven foot point yeah. guard. He he's not a physical guy. He's not going to get in there and beat a, a, a pound his body on anyone. Uh, you and Miami has a, a mix. Uh, of youth and veterans, you know, and I will say that Pat Riley's addition is late in the season, adding Iggy, 
and those yeah, physical it. kind Iguodala. of yeah. guys who have won champ yes won championships physical they can go in and beat up on some people they, he uh, Eric Eric S has a lot of uh, a lot of different ways to go this team can play uh, with the Lakers and if you don't believe it then think about what Houston was able to do Houston has owned the Lakers when they went small they they owned the Lakers they knew. That's how you're going to beat the Lakers. Go small and let Davis play out in the perimeter. Keep him out of the paint. And, and I agree with you 100%. Uh, uh, the, the, the league surely didn't want Denver and Miami in the NBA Finals. So they, they, ideally, they wanted the Lakers in Boston. You and I both know that. Yeah. And Miami took care of business. Miami delivered the knockout punch. As yep. we stated, guys, Miami Heat 12-3 and three straight up and against the spread, getting five points uh, in game one. Yeah, listen, Lakers, I'm not discounting the Lakers. Lakers have really, you know, Rondo's been playing great basketball for them. It's been he's been a massive difference maker. He's been that veteran guy that, you know, can step up, that's been there, that's done that. You have Igadala that's sort of the same thing for 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 Miami. Spolstra's won titles before, now going against LeBron. Pat Riley and LeBron aren't the best of buddies, despite the fact they were together. Uh, LeBron didn't leave on the best of terms there. Um, oh, yeah, Pat Riley, former head coach of the Lakers. Some great storylines here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the, yeah. some great yeah. you know, Shaquille O'Neal. I played for both these guys, too. So, you know, Shaq is going to be all over this. And um, so, yeah, it's some, some real good stuff. All right, Tony Finn kicking it with us. So much stuff uh, here, Tony, including Major League Baseball. So, uh, Major League Baseball, the series is set. And uh, we got some early numbers out uh, here, Tony. Uh, Major League Baseball playoff series prices. American League. Tampa Bay Rays minus 210. Blue Jays plus 170. Oakland Athletics minus 135. White Sox plus 110. Minnesota Twins minus 120 versus the Astros plus 100. Cleveland Indians are plus 110 against the Yankees. Although Cleveland's got the the uh, the, the home field. Um Cleveland plus 110, Yankees minus 135. Los Angeles Dodgers are 3 to 1 favorites, minus 300 against the Brewers. The Braves are minus 125 only against the uh, Cincinnati Reds. Reds have good pitching in a short series though. Cubs are minus 190 versus the Marlins plus 160. And uh, San Diego are minus 175 against the St. Louis Cardinal team that all they do is just win 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 in the playoffs. And look at this year, what they went through. They still get into the playoffs. So they're plus 145. What's your initial opinion here of the Major League uh, Baseball uh, matchups? It's going to be it's going to be this is a different than it's ever been. You and I both know it. everything's different now uh, with that uh, that bad girl Rona that, that decided to visit. And here's the deal: you, I don't have to say anything. You said it all. In, in something as Packed as this season was, this playoffs are even more packed. They're going to play every day. There's going to be no days off. They're going to play every day. Pitching staffs, good, three good pitchers, three capable pitchers. Look at those at the, at the rotations. And if you're looking for a dog, that's the way I would go about attacking. Uh, who has the best chance to give me the best ROI? It would be a team that's a little that flies a little under the radar that has three capable pitchers. Uh, and maybe two, a couple arms in the bullpen that are also that can that basically piggyback the starters 
in the final three innings. So that, that would be my opinion. You, you mentioned a few. It's funny. I think Tampa Bay, Toronto, Toronto's a young team. They've had, they have some capable pictures. They have some young talent there. But, I mean, this Tampa Bay team is, is about pitching. Uh, they may not be as good as they've been in years. They're a little better offensively, Gabe. But I think that's a pretty good price on Tampa Bay, if you ask me, uh, over, the, over Toronto, who's, like I said, good surprise. But give me good pitching. Give me good pitching right now in a three-game series, even in a seven-game. We both know this double that up. But uh, three games, anything can happen in three games, right? Oh, seven yeah, games. You win two play. games and you're done. <laughs> you, like, That's right. The team that loses yeah. game one, like, faces elimination in game two, as crazy yep. as that sounds. <laughs> like, you lose, you lose yeah. one game. It's yeah. like, all right, we face elimination now. So, I don't know, Tony. I think the Blue Jays' bats, you know, they, they're playing with house money, these guys. The Blue Jays are playing without money, right? They're young dudes. They're not even supposed to be in the playoffs. I was talking about this earlier, though. I don't think Tampa had the same pressure on them as the Yankees do or the Dodgers do, though, right? It's not the same. But the Blue Jays are playing without money. But still, Tampa could be right. I think the Blue Jays are kind of live. What about Cleveland? You want to talk about pitching. Cleveland's got pitching. They've yep. got great team chemistry. And, and now the Yankees are hit or miss, right? Like the Yankees will either hit five home runs or they're going to strike out uh, nine times. So I think the Yankees are vulnerable, and the odds makers know it as evidence the fact that Cleveland's only plus 110. But I think I think there's an upset in the making right there. It, first off, you you hit everything on the head there. I, was, I wanted to say you say something I want. Exactly. Uh, first off, Cleveland can't hit your eye. Okay, at least they haven't. They're Lindor, their main guy. Pitching staff-wise, I think they probably have the best pitching staff in baseball right now. I, I'll argue it with you. You might be able to win that argument. There's some other pretty good staffs, but the Indians are deep on the mound, in the pen. They're not so deep in the plate. At least a couple of their key guys, Lindor and others, haven't hit very well. Uh, Toronto is live. In a three-game series, they're live. They win game one. Uh, then, then they're you've got real going. I, Rio I'd versus be right Snell. there with you, standing next to you. Yep, yep. I Rio's don't. I know. And, and here, before. I think you're right. Yep. Tampa Bay is. Just, Toronto's playing with house money. Listen, Tampa Bay's always playing with house money. They sit in the division with the Yankees and the Red Sox. They're always listen. No one like. They're always the dog. They're always the dog. So I'm assuming that they don't feel much pressure. I agree with you. Um, we've got uh, we've got uh, quite a few people, Chicago um, listeners in the house, and not just people from Chicago, but we're getting there's a lot of White Sox love with, with our listeners uh, of liking the White Sox in this series against the Oakland Athletics. I think of all the teams, why I listen, I'd I'd like to get on the White Sox, but I think of all teams, like Oakland's not a good matchup for them. Oakland are serious, Tony. They've been in big games before. They're not yep. playing around. Yep. They've been, like, consistently the best, you know, one of the best teams in baseball all year. They fly under the radar, but they're freaking good. And like I said, they've been in the playoffs every year the last few years, right? They've been in big games. The I think they can, hand, they can handle this. You're right. I think they're going to beat the White Sox. White Sox had a nice year, but I don't think they're ready to beat the A's in a miniseries. If long as, if, if long as Oakland doesn't throw a left-hander at this White Sox offense, they got a really good chance. You're right. That rotation, they may only be middle of the pack, but they have the best bullpen. In regular season, they were the best. Nobody's going to argue that with me. And Melvin knows how to shorten games. And these are the most timely hitting team. Situationally, they're the best in baseball. Look at their average, 230 on the season, yet right there in run scored. Hit when they need to hit. 
Tony Finn, Wager Talk. Check him out all week. He'll be breaking down the NBA Finals, the Major League Baseball playoffs, and more. We'll catch up with Tony later in the week. Tony Finn. Thanks, Tony. I continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Sports Rage late night. Quickest 120 minutes in sports uh, flew by. Thanks to Tony Finn for stepping up and in. We'll connect with Pete Annapolis uh, tomorrow. We'll get into the to the uh, NBA Finals throughout the week. Some great stuff. You know what? We haven't had uh, Coach Nick on. B-ball breakdown uh, in a little while. We, we'll touch base with uh, Coach Nick as well. Big week of basketball. Big week of baseball. Uh, football tomorrow night. We've got Monday night football. Of course, it was a crazy weekend in college football. We'll talk some college football tomorrow night. Uh, Drew Martin Bats will be stepping up uh, and in. We got Paul Bovey on the radar, uh, hitting the NBA Finals. Uh, a lot of great uh, guests this week. Um, so Major League Baseball playoffs uh, start on Tuesday. Four American League games, and then um, so four American League. They all play Game One. Then they all play Game Two on Wednesday, and then the National League will play their Game Ones on on Wednesday. So eight baseball games on Wednesday, and including the NBA Finals, guys. Holy crap! So think so eight games side in totals. That's sixteen. <laughs> plus plus you throw in the NBA Finals side in total. That's eighteen. Not to mention the props. Not to mention the props. And oh yeah, you, you know, man. They're not really going to play Game Seven of the Stanley Cup Finals on Wednesday, are they? Like, if 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 um, if Dallas win tomorrow, which you know what, and you guys know I've been crushing the Stanley Cup Finals. We've been crushing it. I think Dallas are going to win. I think Dallas. I think this. I think it's going seven games. I think Dallas are going to win. Just the way the way that the hockey is, the way the bubble and the hub and all this stuff, and like yeah. And I think Dallas are the play tomorrow night. Dallas Stars get it done and extend this, and uh, we go seven to, to play for it all. Wouldn't even shock me if we went to overtime again. Two games in a row to overtime. Crazy. Uh, wouldn't shock me if we went to overtime again, but I think the Dallas Stars win tomorrow. As far as the Monday night football game is concerned, great teaser opportunity. You can tease the Chiefs up to 10.5 and, and go over to 47, 47.5. I like the over of this game. If you're not into teasers... I think the over is the best way to go. They put up 61 points last year. Should be similar. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. 